raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. All right, time to party. No, New Year's Eve is coming and gone, but it's always time to party. It's Indiana Outdoor Show, and I am your host, Brian Pointer. Great to be with you. Here we are swinging the pendulum into 2024, and with that, a whole new slate of opportunities to talk about, especially at this time of the year. I would be remiss if I didn't remind folks we're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, Driven to Save Lives. That's the number two. Driven to Save Lives.org. We're making a dent in that donor list, but we could always do better. Each donation helps to save seven or eight lives and heal dozens. Think about that. You can buy that. And when you buy your hunting and fishing license, sign up to be an organ and tissue donor. All right, back to the business at hand. We, as soon as click over into 2024, we're in the show season. What does that mean? Well, you've got major, major shot show uh, stuff in Las Vegas, the shooting, hunting, outdoor trade show, probably fifth or sixth largest that goes to Las Vegas. And you've heard Brent Wheat uh, talk about that experience. And it's like running a gauntlet, some 16 miles of booth space out there. But that in particular, you uh, are going to hear today, I think, because I think uh, Joe Thomas is on his way up to the Detroit show. Um Speaking of which, Joe Thomas, one of the hardest working guys, is going to be with us. Not talking about Detroit. He's going to be talking about the all-important Renfro Productions Boat Sport and Travel Show, where he's going to be a part of that for the first two weekends. And we are going to be highlighting over the next several weeks a lot of those personalities, many of whom you've come to know over the years because the folks that are favorites people want to see are coming back, like Mike Del Visco professional bass fisherman he's going to be with us talking about uh his tenure when it comes to the boat sport travel show plus i'm going to ask him about his favorite thing which is italian cooking can't let that go uh jody heaston is going to be with us talking about martin luther king day on monday you got a free day go and volunteer it is the indiana outdoor show i your host brian pointer when we get back joe thomas on hold right after this So good to be with you. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. Great to have this opportunity as we roll into 2024. Heck, I'm still writing 2023 on checks. And you might say, why do you even have a check? That's a different conversation. I'm a man of a certain age. That's what I do. Of course, we're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. And 
I am your host, Brian Pointer. It is show season. It is full swing. So as we do at this time of the year, we like to bring everybody up to speed, get a little preview going of the Boat Sport and Travel Show and all the other shows around the Midwest, Cincinnati uh, show by Renfro Productions, and none finer than the show circuit king himself this time of the year. Oh my gosh, such a busy guy, and uh, Joe Thomas joins us now. Joe, it's great to have you be a part of Indiana Outdoors. It's 2024, new show season. Where are you going? What have you been doing? What are you looking forward to? Well, man, I'm. Uh, it's full tilt. You know, we're after the first of the year, and as soon as the first of the year is over, uh, you know, or begins, it's just show season and filming season both at the same time. We switch gears from from hunting to fishing. Uh, had a great hunting year. I ended up getting a a great buck there at the end. The one I'd been after all year in Ohio. I got him on 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 video. It'll be a great show for an American Archer next year, but. That's in the rearview mirror now, man. Uh, got got the sports shows starting. I'm, I'm up in Detroit this first weekend, and then bouncing around, and then uh, the, the big granddaddy. I'm I'm at the Indianapolis Sport Boat and Travel Show there in mid February. I'm I'm there both weekends. So they got me they got me cranking on the hog trough. Well, let's do this. Uh... Let's talk about how many shows do you do? How do you figure which ones you go to? What are the ones that you enjoy? And then we're going to come back to the granddaddy of them all, the Boat Sport and Travel Show here in February, which you've been a part of for so many years and is the largest sports show in the country. But tell us, tell me what you got going on in the life of a professional outdoorsman and TV host and bass fisherman. What do you do? Well, I tell you what, I really, I, I, Unlike a lot of the other guys who who tell me they that they don't enjoy doing the the, the the tank seminars, the ones on the hog trough, you know, where you can demonstrate the lures. You know, it, it's it's loud up there. Uh, it's it's a narrow tank, you know, so you can't embarrass yourself. But I'm not above that. And uh, you know, it's it takes a it's it takes a kind of a certain person to really demonstrate in that those tanks. But I think they're the they're definitely the way to to show bass fishing, especially if you want to demonstrate lures and how fish react to them. And I've literally done, and I'm not lying. I did the math one time, well over well over a thousand, maybe like twelve hundred at this point seminars in my career on hog troughs and I love doing them and I, I've got relationships with a lot of the, the big sports shows across the country uh, you know that that bring in a lot of people and they always have a tank and I've just gotten a good relationship with them and then I kind of do that same circuit every year now I'll add one here and drop one there based on my schedule but for the most part you know you look at most of the major sports shows in the country if they've got a hog trough you'll probably see my name on the on the docket somewhere. Joe Thomas, one of the hardest working guys in the outdoor business, host of award-winning shows, so many we can get to here in a second, but uh, how long does this show season last? I know you said you're going to Detroit. What's that show like? And then where do you head from there? Uh, For me, it's Detroit. Uh, one weekend, and I'm at the Columbus uh, show the next weekend, uh, or I think two weekends later, and then Indianapolis for a couple weekends in a row, and then I do a Michigan run. I'm at, uh, I think, uh, Grand Rapids and Lansing. Uh, So, you know, mostly Midwestern. I I like the shows that I can drive to. 
because it's just it's just easier and and um, I like that Midwestern audience. That's kind of my crowd. And and um, as far as you know you know as far as the subject matter, I'm able because it's Midwest. I I know the Midwest. I fish so much in the Midwest. I literally can cater my seminars to the area and. I remember growing up, I tell this story on the stage all the time. I used to go to the sports shows and I would have a guy sit there up and tell me how to catch fish on Lake Okeechobee. And I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio with the Ohio river in my backyard. And I'm this 17 year old kid or 16 year old kid. And I'm going, dude, can you at least teach me something about how to catch them in my, in my, in my backyard? And, and, and I used to get aggravated. So, you know, when I would get guys that would teach me about what, what it was like to, to, to get better in my area, that's what I liked, and I try to relay that. You know, there's so much stress and pressure for professionals in the outdoor world, whether you're fishing, hunting, uh, anything, where people have made their vocation their vacation, so much pressure to be at places, to get sponsors, to make great content first and foremost, and you do such a wonderful job of creating great content, and you're a real person in your programming uh, on your shows that you host and you, you cross over between American Archer, one of the greatest shows that I've loved for a long time to, you know, Steel's Real in the Outdoors. You've got so many things. How, how do you prioritize wh- where these shows or how these shows get put together and where you're going to hunt to add content each year? Because that has to be a mind that has to be a slog. It is, and I'll tell you, you know, the other show, too, as you know, is is uh, Pelican's Ultimate Match Fishing. Ultimate Match Fishing is in its 21st season, and it's the most difficult, but yet the best, because it's all done in one period of time. And, you know, it's, it's, it's our show where we have top tour anglers, professional anglers, and they go head-to-head. The show's been extremely popular for a long time. And... Um, once we had the lo- we've got the anglers nailed down, and once we've got the location nailed down, which uh, this coming season we're going to Kentucky Lake out of Paris Landing, um, it's pretty easy, uh, and it's done in seven or eight days. You're done, which is nice. So you've got you've got all the episodes, you know, done in in that one, let's just say, ten day period. But real in the outdoors and American Archer, you know, you're talking about different locations every single every single week and um basically what i've tried to learn to do with the fishing is to as i tell guys i can drop and run so basically if i've got a guy in georgia and we we're talking about trying to do something in march or april for spotted bass you know i just tell him you know hey I, you know when it gets right you let me know let me say no if i can't make it and um we, you know we travel light my cameraman and i will just jump in the truck uh, you know with the boat on the back and we go and and that has been my best ticket for success. Um, and then the last one, American Archer, you have to plan hunts a long time in advance. You've got to draw tags, and, and you know, you've got, to, you, you've got to plan. I mean, heck, I've got to hunt next year in Mongolia, okay? <laughs> Mongolia. Think you know, about the logistics that go to hunting Ibex with a bow in Mongolia. You know, I, I, I'm, I had already a, nervous. I'm already nervous about it, you know what I mean? I As well you should, because I had a buddy go over to Mongolia and shot this beautiful monster ram. And yeah. I haven't debriefed with him since he's been back but i've seen the pictures incredible country but i I, how do you even get to mongolia i don't even know where it is on a map haven't i know where it's at on the map but i haven't figured out how to get there and you got to go to a place that i can barely pronounce ulan bandar or something like that and and uh the good news is is as i I, through a a lot of connections i've partnered with a, a really good 
outfitter, a Mongolian outfitter that's uh, he's he's proven and he's got his act together and he's used to holding people's hands through the whole process. And the one thing that's different is is I'm hunting with a bow and there's just been a handful of ibex killed over there with a bow and I know I'm going in I'm going in with my eyes open knowing it's going to be a really difficult one. But man, if I could document that trip, I mean that's the only just about the only continent I haven't hunted on was is Asia. And and if I could document that trip with a cameraman and and, and pull it off, it would be pretty epic. And if I don't, it would just be an amazing experience to go to, to a place like that for me. So I can't even imagine what that must be like to, you know, hell, I'd have a difficult time making a trip over to Illinois, sometimes in logistics, <laughs> but at this point... Well, sometimes I do too. You going know? across the country like you're doing here, or across the world, uh, whole new culture, whole new stuff, and I, I guess I've heard of this in mongolia i'm anxious to hear how that's going to go how long of a trip is that it's a two it's a year it's two weeks total involved you know and again i don't want people to think that this is something i do every day okay you know i you know i hunt whitetails in kansas and i hunt whitetails in ohio and i go turkey hunting and and you know if i'm lucky i do an elk hunt or you know i did a moose hunt last year but you know my bread and butter is what everybody else's is it's deer mule deer white-tailed deer and antelope for the most part but um for, for as far as th- this trip is concerned you know it's 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 one of those experiences that I've, I've, I've dreamed about my whole life. I still have, have bucket list things that I want to do. And, and that's just always been one of them. And, um, and, and that, that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm doing it. Everybody thinks I'm crazy to be really honest with you. Even, you know, even the guys I, I work with are like, are you really going to try to do this? You know? I don't. How far are these shots when you go over there? I know you said there's only a handful of them. I have no idea how to hunt them. Well, that's it's completely all the, the ibex. Uh, I'll be hunting a, a species called the Altai ibex. Google it, guys, and check it out because it's an amazing looking animal. And they're they're a, they're a mountain goat basically, and they live in the cliffs and the crags, you know, and, and really rugged country there in, in Mongolia. Um, and it's spot and stalk. You, you'll glass them and you find find some that are in an approachable spot, just like you would with sheep or goats or anything else I've ever hunted. And you try to get around and get above them. Of course, it's rocky terrain, so it's you know it's 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 noisy and, and there, there's a, there's a lot of challenges. And they're very wary. Like they're super super sharp. You know, uh, and and as far as distance of shot, you got to go to a place like that. You have to be prepared to make a 100 yard shot. I mean, if you're not able to make a hundred yard shot when you're hunting mountain animals like that, you know, with a bow, you're probably not ready. And I so can't even see a hundred yards. yards. I can't even see a hundred yards. Anyway, good well, for you. Yeah, I've, I've kind of, you know, I've, I, I can, and, and, <laughs> and I practice at a hundred and you're hoping for the shot to be 30. You know what I mean? You're hoping to come over the rise, and and, and and the shot is 30. I remember I went to New Zealand one time to hunt tar, which is also a mountain animal, goat. And, and I'm practicing at 100, and I'm practicing getting ready to all this long shooting, and I'm shooting him at 11 yards. So, you know, you just you don't know. you got to be ready for everything. And with the new bow setups and with good practice, you can make an ethical shot out to 60, 70, 80 yards if you don't have wind. And, and you know, you just got to be prepared for it all right real quickly uh the focus of this conversation is about the boat sport and travel show coming up in february two big long run you're going to be there both weekends opening weekend and second weekend any idea what you're going to be talking about besides being on the yeah, hog trough? I, you know, 
I absolutely. I you know I always I always kind of keep it open. I always call it modern bass tactics, and that it literally is that because you know there's always new lures, there's always new things you know popping up and and, and changes in, in in techniques, and I just always try to stay on top of it. Yet I try to give the guy you know like we 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 mentioned, give the the, the audience something that they can take home and use there. You know, use on the White River in Indiana or or Brookville or or Monroe or Patoka, the places that they fish. And, you know, and I always try to throw in some um, some northern, you know, clear water techniques for smallmouth because there's a lot of guys now that are making the trip to Michigan to fish some of the lakes in Michigan, particularly Lake Erie, you know, St. Clair and Erie and, and those like that. So I, I always try to give one of my 30-minute my presentations on that and kind of keep it well-rounded. But um, uh, definitely going to talk a little bit about uh, reaction baits and jerk baits, but we'll also talk about shallow water, flipping and pitching, and uh, shallow cranking and the things that guys do there, and ladies and guys do in Indiana. Joe, always great to visit with you. I know you've got such a busy travel schedule, but you're very generous with your time. And I know how much you love coming over to Indianapolis, and I know how much the Hoosiers love having you here. How many years have you been doing this? Well, I was thinking about that uh, right before your call, and I, and I remember uh, I, I I have told this story so many times, but it has to be it's got to be close to close to thirty eight years. About thirty eight years, I, I was was the first time I ever did it, and uh, I got a call. Someone had uh, a Larry Nixon or a Roland Martin or somebody really big uh, for the big stage show in the morning, where they give the rod, the tackle boxes and the rods to the kids back in the day. Um, they got hung up in a snowstorm, and I was the closest guy on the pro circuit that they could reach. And there was a 24-year-old scared to death, Joe Thomas, and they drug me out on that stage, and with all the with thousands of people, and I I was about to have a heart attack. But that was that was my first trip, so that would have been, like I said, you know, probably in the early 80s for sure. I love it. Joe, one of the hardest working, nicest guys, friend to me and friend to Indian Outdoors, a lot of Hoosiers, looking forward to seeing you at the Boat Sport and Travel Show. Go to IndieSportsShow.com. Joe, have a great holiday. Enjoy the Detroit show. You as well. Thank you. See you, brother. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I, your host, Brian Pointer. Great to visit with Joe and catch up with him. We're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Back right after this. So great to be with you. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Sign up to be that organ and tissue donor when you get your hunting and fishing license. Couldn't be any easier. Help save up to seven lives. As mentioned, we're kind of starting the full-on sprint here to the Boat Sport and Travel Show, the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. Love to talk to some of the regulars that fans love to see when they come to Indianapolis and what is the largest sports show uh, around. And this is the show season. A lot of these professional fishermen, hunters, and uh, folks that people love to come and see at the seminars out doing the circuit. And a regular with us here in Indiana and on Indiana Outdoors is uh, Mike Del Visco, another hardworking, great guy, uh, fan favorite. Mike, it's great to visit with you. How you doing? 
I've been awesome, Brian. Hope you guys have been doing good, too, and uh, getting ready to kick the season off, and I'm excited about it. As you should. So it is show season. Joe Thomas, of course, you know Joe very well. He uh, was with me earlier, and he's always – he says he thinks he's been doing the Boat Sport and Travel Show for 30 years. And it doesn't surprise me. I don't – I mean, he he looks like he's 32, but uh, at the end of the day, you've been up there as well. Yeah, I'm – I'm thinking I'm close to 30 as well. I'm, I don't know, I guess, my early, mid-90s since I was, you know, uh, you know, been speaking at that show. You know, I remember, it's it's funny, you reminisce about, you know, things that happened 30 years ago there. And, you know, when they had the, the wrestling bear and, and all the attractions and it, it's, it's, the show has just evolved and, you know, it's a great show. It's, it's you know, probably the biggest and and best if you want to go see anything in the outdoors uh that's the place you need to go i couldn't agree with you more and you know it's funny because the renfro family third generation has been so good at recreating the show each and every year to make it bigger different more attractive uh etc and they have done such a good job now holding their position high atop the throne as largest in the country and there's a reason that professionals like you mike del visco and joe thomas and all the great folks that have come over here it's almost like if you're not there it's like your 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 favorite aunt or uncle missing out of the lineup and i remember going to these shows with my dad as a little guy and i remember the bear i remember there was always like some cowboy action shooter or there was some log rolling demonstration everybody would go into the coliseum the lights would come down take your seats it was great and outside it could have been a blizzard and you were having the time of your life that's right i actually had a friend of mine actually wrestle the bear once he thought he he thought he thought he could win and uh well he didn't so (laughs) how did it turn out (laughs) Um, didn't turn out very good for him. Uh, and I think that, that bear's very well trained. Um, you know, he, he, he makes you think like you got the upper hand until you don't. All right. Well, I know that, uh, you have a busy schedule. Which shows are you going to hit and tell me what the boat sport and travel show means to a guy like you. It, it is probably the, you know, being there both weekends, the, the, the one big event that I look forward to, you know, I, I do a lot of smaller shows, you know, two day, three day shows. Um, you know, in the southern states and around the country, speaking on sonar. And, you know, it's just that boat sport travel show. After being there for so many years, you get to see so many of your friends year after year. And, you know, of course, the Renfro's are always great to hang out with, although they're pretty busy during the event. But um, it's just nice to be up there. I've made so many friends over, you know, so many years speaking up there. I see, you know, you see those people every year that you, you may not know their names, but you certainly know their faces. And you see them year after year coming to see your seminars, and it's just it's just a great atmosphere to be in. Where else are you going? How many shows do you like to do that's manageable in your schedule? Uh, I'm probably at about oh eight shows this this season, which you know entails pretty much all of all of January, February into a little bit of March. But then you know fishing starts to take over, so you know I've got some tournament events that start in early March and. Um, really kicks in heavy towards the end of March into April. So that's about my, my limit. Um, and that pretty much takes me, uh, takes me to a good many places. You know, I know that you, uh, how long have you been married now? Relatively new, uh, marriage. What is that within three years? Yeah. So about a year and a half, um, probably seems like, it seems like just yesterday, doesn't it? 
Yeah, uh, well, not, so it'll be a year and nine months because March is our anniversary, and we're going to the Keys for a week, which will be nice, uh, especially after you know the next couple, two and a half months of, of running around the country. And uh, it's going to be a nice break. We can fish a little bit, eat some good food, and uh, and enjoy the Keys. Any idea what you have on tap or what the Renfro's have asked you to talk about when you come to Indianapolis? It's always a toss-up. Yeah. I know you can do everything. <laughs> yeah, so my specialty the last bunch of years, uh, you know, in talking with Kevin is that um, I'm, it's going to be the sonar stuff. That's kind of what I'm known for in this industry is is sonar technology. And, you know, I teach it on the water when I'm not touring. And I've got a – actually have a brand-new online course that I'm – that I'm uh, working on marketing, which is, in, in fact, people that come see me at the Indianapolis Boat Sport Travel Show during my seminars will get a special code. They have to sit in at the seminar, and they're going to get a special code for um, some opportunity to get a brand-new course that I'm working on that's not even out yet. So uh, just a little teaser there. But, yeah, I'll be doing uh, doing my sonar seminars. I've got a couple that I'm doing one's kind of an introductory, you know, how to understand all this stuff. And then the second part actually brings you out in the water and, you know, teaches you some practical on the water use for sonar. All right. Now on to very important stuff because people, as we've gotten to know you over the years and you and I have spent time together, you have some, uh, like everybody, we're all real people and you have things outside of the fishing world that you love to do. And, uh, you're, you're quite the Italian cook. What's the latest on the uh, Mike Del Visco <laughs> menu? So being home over, uh, the, you know, Christmas holiday, new year's, I, my, my wife has a tradition of, um, a dish that, that she really likes called rouladen, and she's German. So uh, rouladen is a is a German dish, but I think all kind of ethnic foods have, you know, like Italian has a, a very similar to a rouladen. It's just a rolled up meat with, right. you know, and you put different fillings in. So my duty this year was to, because uh, she had to work. She, she works at Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> she had to work, so I made the rouladen this year. And I didn't really understand how to make it. I've seen it, I've, but I wanted to learn. So I've, you know, YouTube is great for, for learning stuff and learn how to cook a lot of things. And uh, I made the rouladen, and I also made some authentic German dumplings called. Uh, I, I don't even want to. I'm going to call delicious. It. We're it's, just going to call them delicious. Yeah, delicious. And and they, you know, potato flour. Um, you, you steam them or boil them, and, and you make a gravy, and oh man, it was great. And then, uh, of course, being Italian, I made a lasagna for New Year's. So um, that that was that was kind of the menu. I love for it. The, I, I still yeah. want you to open that restaurant. Limited seating, limited menu. Come on over and cook, eat whatever you cook. I'm in. That's right. It's still it's still in the back of my mind. All right, brother. Thanks so much for being a part of Indiana Outdoors. We look forward to seeing you here. You here both weekends or just one? Yes, I will be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday of both weekends. I do not have the schedule yet, but um, you will find me there doing sonar seminars all six days of that schedule. Sounds good, my friend. Talk to you soon. We'll look forward to seeing you in the Hoosier Welcome. How's that? Sounds great to me. Mike Del Visco, everybody, one of the hardest working guys in the outdoors, fan favorite here in Indianapolis. Thanks so much for being with us. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. We're going to be back right after this.
So great to be with you. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. As you know, Boat Sport and Travel Showtime coming up. Many thanks to uh, Mike Del Visco and Joe Thomas who are with us. They're fan favorites. But let's not forget that we have a big holiday coming up on Monday. And as usual, our Department of Natural Resources has risen to the occasion and uh, celebrating Martin Luther King Day. Maybe you have that day off. Maybe you have an extended weekend. What a better place to do it. Of course, we're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Better let you know my name's Brian Pointer. Can't get too far ahead of the out of the gate here. But as I said, big holiday on Monday, Martin Luther King Day. Jody Heaston joins us and uh, regular now on Indiana Outdoors. She is the Indiana State Parks Volunteer Coordinator. And what are you wanting people to do on Martin Luther King Day, Jody? Right. And you pretty much already said it. Most people have that day off, but Martin Luther King Day is it's a day on, not a day off. It's oh, a day I like on that. to volunteer. Yeah, it's a Give back to the community, a way to honor the life and legacy of volunteering in the community. And of course, um, as people know, you know, state park, DNR properties, fish and wildlife, forestry, we're always wanting to take volunteers um, of all ages, groups and individuals. And what a great way to start the year on Martha Luther King Day. You could come out to a property or you could, it might be cold that day on Monday, I'm hearing. So maybe you want to explore online on how to get involved. And we have a great, people can go on. It's called, it's the website is on.in.com dot gov backslash dnr volunteer people can go to that site it tells all about our opportunities um again it might be too cold to come to a property on monday but we can take volunteers any time of the year to come out just want to get outside get that brisk air in their lungs people can come to any dnr property and do some self-directed opportunities like picking up trash picking up sticks Um, They can contact the property before Monday and get an idea of what the property might need done while you're out hiking and exploring the property. So just reach out to your nearest property and they'll tell you what you could do that day and other days of the year because we can take volunteers any day of the year. Well, we have had the fortune of talking about this. You do such a great job. And we've talked about friends groups of all these state Mm -hmm. parks and how valuable they are. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be a part of a group. You don't have to be a part of some organized, massive tree planting. You don't have to be responsible for planting a million trees. You don't have to no. you don't have to do all that. You can just maybe pick up the phone and say, "Hey, we're going to spend the day and we want to give back a little bit. Call your property and I don't want to if I speak incorrectly, please correct me, but call the property and say, "Hey, we're going to be out there. We got a couple hours. We want to do some stuff." I bet you they're going to find something, right? That is correct. That is the easiest thing to do. Um, sometimes you don't, you don't know what you're doing until the day you wake up. So, yeah, if you think, I just want to go out and give back to the community. I want to give back to state parks, the Department of Natural Resources. Yeah, reach out, call that nearest property, and just tell them, yeah, I'll be out today, this afternoon. What can I do to help? And a lot of times they'll, be, they'll definitely say, if you're just going to go hiking, the trash pickup, picking up sticks. That sounds almost kind of silly, but just... Uh, as we get all these storms, these winds, all these sticks fall down, and that just saves our staff 
to pick up the sticks out of the areas where we might mow in the spring off the trails that saves our staff a lot of time that's something simple a family can do kids can do picking up the sticks so um, yeah just reach out to that property if people want um, some more communication by email they can email me Um, it's dnr volunteer at dnr.in.gov. Just email me and we can get you all the information that you need. Um, those that are traveling this summer, they know some of your traveling plans. Just um, reach out to that property. Maybe you're traveling and you think, well, while I'm there, I might as well explore that new property and give back. But Martin Luther King Day is the beginning of the year. It's a great time to sit back and say, okay, how can I help out and give back. You know, maybe some of those volunteers, if they want to look to pick up sticks and leaves and stuff, they can come to my house. Is that, is yeah, that, is that exactly. an option anywhere? Is that in, an option anywhere on the drop-down menu of opportunities? <laughs> they can come to my house, too. <laughs> yeah, they'll come to my house right after yours. I understand how that goes. Jody yeah. Houston is the volunteer yeah. coordinator for the state. You have such a responsibility, and it's so critically important uh, because we have so many intensive things that need to be done, and not just these parks and properties. But what a great day on Martin Luther King Day as an example of servant leadership to get out and give back a little bit. But it doesn't have to be just on that national holiday. It can be any day of the week. And then we need volunteers, as we all know, state fair. And we're going to have all sorts of other events coming up where you're going to be calling on Hoosiers. I have to think that our Hoosiers... When they hear the need for help, they always want to do that. And I know you create an environment of such a rewarding experience for these folks when they come out and do it. And it could be all year long. It could be as big or as small as you want. That's exactly right. Big as and again, Hoosiers do. We see them come out when we really need the help. And um, like I said, you could come out any time of the year and as well take that day off explore on the internet on our website or go to a property and um, be a day on volunteering. I love it. Well, I appreciate as always the great work that you do. What's next after Martin Luther King Day? What's the next big thing to gear up for? Let's do a preview. Okay. We actually have um, our next big volunteer uh, coming up will be in April, April 21st through the 27th. There'll be so many volunteer opportunities that week. And of course, as we all know, prior to that is the eclipse, April 8th. So we'll be having some need for volunteers that day too. Just a few, just a few, because that is going to be a monumental (laughs) impact on the state of Indiana. You're going to need more than a few. Yeah. Uh, We'll just tell people to um, keep an eye on their um, press releases, the newspapers, their emails. Um, we'll be sending out a lot of requests for volunteers on April 8th. And again, when April 21st through the 27th comes, we'll be asking for volunteers to come out that week, too. You are so great to be with us. Continued success and get out there on Martin Luther King Day. Thanks for the message and always the great work that you do at our Department of Natural Resources. Thanks for being with us. And uh, we look so forward much. to seeing you more in 24. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Have a good weekend. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. Don't you think about going anywhere. We're going to be back right after this. I have so little time and so many things I wanted to say, but I'll let the guests do that. It is the Indian Outdoor Show. 
And I am your host, Brian Pointer. It's great to be with you. We're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. I hope you know that by now. Just do a good thing. Go sign up to be an organ and tissue donor at DrivenToSaveLives.org. You can make it easier when you go to buy your hunting and fishing license here in Indiana. Click on that and be an organ donor. It is going to be fast and furious run here till the 16th of February when the Boat Sport and Travel Show kicks off, then the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Show Within a Show on second weekend. But we heard from two of the crowd favorites, uh, Joe Thomas and Mike Del Visco, two actually of my favorites. I've had the pleasure of knowing them for 20 plus years and spent a lot of time on Indiana Outdoors as well as the broadcasting that we're going to be doing from the Boat Sport and Travel Show. I'm sure they're going to be on the stage with me as we do some Facebook Live and other things that will live in perpetuity, helping to increase the experience for those that buy tickets. I love that. Uh, Joe Thomas going to be there both weekends, as is Mike DelVisco. Uh, you heard Mike preview the fact that if you come to one of his sessions, you're going to get a special QR code only available to those that come to the sessions on a course that he is working on. And as you know, uh, he's a sonar expert and the technology around fishing and sonar is just insane and he's kind of adopted that as his own joe thomas spends a lot of time on top of that hog trough and i loved the story of him the first time he did it and how intimidating that was for him let's not forget you have a holiday a federal holiday on monday martin luther king day go do that volunteer stuff in the spirit of martin luther king go to one of your state parks or properties give a little time it doesn't have to be just on monday it can be any time thanks to jody heaston the volunteer coordinator for the state of indiana for all of the work that she does never too late and always important to turn in a poacher 1-800-TIP-I-D-N-R lots to talk about coming up don't you think we're not going to cover it because it's the indiana outdoor show i'm your host brought to you by indiana donor network driven to save lives see you next week everybody a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.